This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. New show alert on the BetQL Network. This Saturday afternoon, catch the debut of The Better Angle from 4 to 7 Eastern with host Kate Constable and Cameron Smith. They'll take you behind the numbers and uncover the stories that shape the odds. Get in on the action as the duo will guide you through the fast-paced world of live betting and give you the inside scoop on which lines to jump on and which to avoid. Watch on twitch.tv slash BetQL or anywhere on the go with the Odyssey app. Okay, so as we talk about tonight's NBA playoff action, we've got the Celtics and the Sixers, and even though Boston is trailing in the series three games to two, and they are on the road, the Seas are two-and-a-half-point favorites. But, Joe, mm-hmm. as we have talked about before in these NBA playoffs, there tends to be value on road teams. And not that I'm necessarily backing the Sixers in this one, but as I look at series prices, correct series result, Sixers win four games to three is at four to one at BetMGM, and I love it. Yep, that was uh, part of Lightning Bets yesterday. So you have the Celtics doing what they're supposed to do. The market tells us they're going to win on the road tonight. And then game seven, all, all, you know, all hands on deck. Whatever happens, happens. Uh, we've seen the Sixers already win at the Celtics, and they could, maybe you get the good James Harden in that game. So, yeah, I find it interesting. I am a little surprised by the spread. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just surprised. I thought there would be be more more people willing to back the Sixers in this spot because the old at home, they're going to close it out. They don't want to push it to seven. They don't want to go back to Boston uh, type of thinking. That um, That's interesting. That we're now at two and a half for, for both of these matchups. See, I'm not surprised by that. In fact, I'd be surprised that it wasn't more in Boston's favor because if you're still hanging on to your priors, the Celtics should be like, what, four, five-point favorites here? And it's only two and a half? Like, I think part of that yeah. may just be you don't want to get burned by the Sixers just going nuts and closing it out. I do like the Celtics here. I like the Celtics in this spot, two and a half. I guess it's in part to what what you just said, but I mean, yeah, I mean that, that makes sense to me. I think this one's being pushed to seven. It felt early on that this this was going to be a seven game series. Yeah, this is a tough one. Are we going to see James <laughs> Harden going off again? I was looking at a crazy uh, market where you can bet which player will have the most points in this series. I was trying to see if there's any value, but Tatum uh, is the leader. So betting Harden at plus 550 was intriguing, but uh, I don't know if he's going to get there. Do we? So in situations yeah. like this where Celtics season on the line, I'm not saying it's much different than we've seen in the majority of the playoffs, but we saw it even more so last night with the Knicks and Brunson not leaving the court. As far as props-wise, if you're playing overs, 
you only have to look at the guys that are going to log the heavy minutes, or do you look at some role players? Because I wonder if their time is going to diminish. Mm. <coughs> I think it's something where <coughs> Joe is uh, passing. I'm here. I had a coughing fit. <laughs> I didn't want you to watch me. You like you turned off the screen, crazy. but didn't mute. That that was that was good. I like it. Because if I mute. You're still watching me like cough up a lung, so I don't think any anybody wanted to see that. Are you okay? What? Is the main concern here? I'm fine. Yeah, that I'm is amazing. <laughs> You're well. A little, little swig of water never hurt anybody. Yeah, I I will say this. Uh, yes, when it comes to player props, I think. You, even though your two star players will play most of, if not all of the available minutes, but I, there are, there's still room for matchups. Like Nick's heat is interesting because like how much, how much does Hartenstein matter for the Knicks going forward? You know, had some really good uh, contributions for New York last night. Is that something that they continue as they try and play big, but also play heavy, uh, you know, going forward. So that to me is, is, is intriguing. Um, Something else, too, when it comes to, say, just playoff stats, uh, from cleaning the glass, the Sixers have been the second-best team in terms of limiting offensive rebounds. Now, granted, you're playing the same teams over and over again, but this goes back to this point of the Celtics needing to make their outside shots to have a real legitimate chance against Philadelphia because they're not going to go inside. They're not going to challenge Embiid, and especially if Embiid is playing a lot more then the the Celtics have to do well on the perimeter. That means Brogdon has to step up. Uh, you know, I don't know how much Al Horford's going to matter at this point, but Tatum and Brown have to perform at a high level and play efficiently uh, for the Celtics to be able to win this one going away. Do you trust them to win two more games like that? I just don't know anymore. I, I like them here, but to do this for two consecutive contests, Aaron – I just don't know, and that's why the four to one feels so good here. You're saying you just don't know if the Celtics can do it or if the Sixers can do it. If the Celtics can do it, if they can continue to to shoot at a high level, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm looking at from a different angle. So I just added up the total points for Harden and Tatum. They are one point apart. Harden has 132. 132. And you can bet him at plus 550 to have the most points in the series. Tatum has 133, and he's minus 250. I, I mean, if That's Harden ridiculous. can turn it on, there's a lot of value there. But obviously, totally. we all know the storyline there, so it's a little scary. <laughs> but uh... Yeah, but you're, bet- you're betting on this. You get the ceiling guy, too, mm-hmm. in Harden. Right. So Yeah. I, I mean, think I might do it. We're not getting another seven from Tatum. That happened game two. I know. I think we're going to get back. But, yeah, I mean. Mid-20s. Yeah, we need, we need Tatum to be in the 20s and Harden to be 30-plus. That's you worth know. a bet. I'm sorry. I think I so, too. I thought Tatum yeah. was going to be far and away more and then when i saw he only has one more point than harden i was like wait a second here i might bet this 
Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, another prop that stands out to me in this one, Jalen Brown assists rebounds is at nine and a half. I think I like the under here at minus 110. You're talking about someone who probably has to score a good bit more. I mean, re- rebound props are all going to be down uh, across the board for the Celtics. And with Brown's assist numbers, I, I wonder if, say, someone else is going to be distributing the ball. We're going to see a lot more ISO play uh, from mm-hmm. individuals you know, stop and pop, I guess. Nine and a half seems a little high to me for Brown. I like the under. Is Horford going to do anything this time? He gave you nothing last game. It's eight and a half for points. I I mean, at this point, it's like Al Horford and Kevin Love. I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, why are they even <laughs> What year is it? <laughs> rebounds <laughs> Rebounds is six and a half used to the under. I, I don't hate that bet. Even though it is minus 160, I don't hate that bet to go under six and a half. I, I mean, I, I think this is oh, under. You know, one shot, either right. works or it doesn't. Yeah, I go under. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I know it's a heavy I'm price to pay, but that. I don't hate that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he did get to seven a few games in a row in the series. So mm-hmm. that would scare me a little bit. Right. If, if I'm, this I'm not is a big a fan Celtics of these Yeah. I'm not a fan of many props in this game. How about you guys? Mm-hmm. Honestly, other, full disclosure, other, yeah. haven't been doing that great on props this week. So... No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm forcing it or I think things are going to happen. And I'm just like, you know what? These numbers are so good. And last night I'm a little depressed because I thought playoff Jimmy was going to turn it on and he didn't. So I'm a little down today. That's fair. That's fair. We'll tell you what, let's move on now to uh, Nuggets and Suns. Denver is a two and a half point dog on the road. And so the market suggests that this uh, series will be extended tonight. Uh, total is at 226 and a half. Aaron slightly juiced to the under. I already like that play, but uh, anything stand out to you here? Gosh. Oh, I just really want it to be the Nuggets. Kenny Ducey got me all fired up and excited. <laughs> Nuggets <laughs> money fired line? Up and excited over the <laughs> maybe plus is... 125. I don't hate that. Yeah. I mean, it's just the same old story. Like, maybe I shouldn't overthink it. You know, the Nuggets in their depth and the the Suns just don't have it. Like, maybe this is the time where the Nuggets just put them away and we're not going to see it back and forth anymore. I really don't know. This series is crazy to me. Yeah. By the way, Chris Paul's out again here. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. I think you're fine. Use that information uh, carefully, Joe. <laughs> unlike Boston, Philly, and Miami, New York, I don't think this is one of the series where we're looking at the team uh, that's down 3-2, forcing a game seven, and then a team winning on the road. We're, we're not talking about that, right? Like It's not one of these spots. Nobody thinks mm-hmm. the Suns are winning, right? The, the, the number has come down this morning a little bit. Um, it was three and a half earlier, so we're sitting at two and a half. Market backing the Nuggets, and I agree with that. I don't mind the money line play. The Jokic, <laughs> this is how dominant Jokic is. For a triple-double, 
he's plus 120. Like, it's just ridiculous. And it's fair because he's been averaging that, but. Yeah. And if they close it out tonight, then he will have one, right? Or come close to it. Most likely. Yeah, most likely. And it seems like, you know, they will be motivated to do so, get some rest, gear it for the next round, but I don't know. I, like I mean, it's like, okay, well, let's let's do heavy minutes for Booker and Durant. Well, you've kind of already done that. Uh, so now what kind of mismatches can you find with the other three players? Uh, that, that will be intriguing as far as finding some kind of matchup to slow down the nugget juggernaut. Uh, I do have a sicko player prop, though, that I really like. Uh, Cameron okay. Payne points at eight and a half. I like the under here. How much time is he actually going to be getting on the floor? I don't know. Mm. Okay. Hmm. What about, you know, Durant was, this is a longer shot one, but you'd imagine if this is the Suns' last game that Booker and Durant are not going to leave the, leave the court. Uh, Durant was uh, a few assists shy of a triple-double in the last game, and he's about 17-1. to 1. It's a possible dart throw. Maybe Durant or Booker in that spot. Hmm. But Booker, what's Booker's prop at? Four points. I mean, I imagine Booker 31 is and 31 and a half. That Let's actually, yeah, Jeez, I was gonna say 30. that's actually a pretty, pretty good number. Yeah. I, I, I like sides today. Like team, yeah. I, I like the Celtics and I like the Nuggets. Celtics minus two well, and, and a half. Nuggets plus three and a half. I mean, if you're going to take the Nuggets, might as well take them on the money line. There is yeah, a three and exactly. a half. Nuggets. Yeah, I I would have to go money line if I'm going the Nuggets, and I and, and to me that's that's the play mm-hmm. here. Um, yep. You know, I know the Suns are at home, but. At, at some point, like, what else can the Suns do? The lack of depth, the, the DeAndre Ayton problem continues to persist. I mean, what what is left to do if you're the Suns? I, I think you pretty much run out of bullets in the chamber, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, like we talked about the other day. Those guys need to score 80-plus for them to have a chance. Now, they could, but it's a lot to ask for. The best uh, number I see in the money line, plus 135 for the Nuggets. So, yep. Agree totally. If you're playing in Denver, just mm-hmm. just go money line. But on them to close it out tonight. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Yep. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um Yeah. That's our NBA conversation. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And Jokic. Yeah, that's now it. Jokic's motivation. <laughs> forget forget getting to the next round. Now Jokic's motivation is he's gonna be mad that he was left off the first team all NBA team last night. Yeah, what happened here, Joe? You were talking about this during one of the breaks. And, yeah, what, what's going on? I think it's on? dumb. It's dumb. They still, for the All-NBA, they still, still go by position. Shooting guard, point guard, center, you know, the five positions. But for the All-Star game, they do front court, back court. So why can't they do this with first-team All-NBA where you're actually putting the five best players in the league on the first team? Jokic totally gets screwed because Embiid had an MVP season. Like, he's not a top five player. Nobody believes that. But he gets pushed to second team. 
It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. I hate that. I also hate that so Jokic it's... was like the last pick in the All-Star game, too. The disrespect for my guys everywhere. I mean, SGA was phenomenal this year. He's first team All-NBA. Jokic is not. Yeah, I'm with you. That's that's preposterous. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets. Our favorite plays for tonight are coming right up.